Hello, mate. How are you? I'm well. Thank you, Niall. You know what? I think I'm going to start calling you Niall instead of Neil, because I feel like I know you said choose and stick, and I've been calling you Neil all these years, but... <laughs> you can't swap now. The more people call you Niall than Neil or Neil than Niall, what's the, what's the breakdown? Is there oh. a breakdown, or am I just getting it wrong and the only one of the only ones calling you Neil? No, you're not wrong. No, no. No, it's either. Either's fine, but just pick one and stick with it. That's all I say. All it's right. Bowie Bowie. It's I'm like... going to try and change and stick. It's difficult to pull off. <laughs> you can't flip-flop. That's the thing. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Confused Goat. Is it quite mild and pleasant, even at 11 o'clock at night in, in New Zealand? Is it flourishing? Yeah, mate, it's amazing. Honestly, it's birdsong everywhere, bloom, you know, we're, we're entering the hot, dry season. So, yeah, I just wish New Zealand was a bit closer to everything. That's the only, <laughs> the only thing. If you're, a, if you're a tube stop, you'd be like zone nine. Oh, mate, yeah, we'd be, we'd be way past Cockfosters. <laughs> That's that's the name of a, of a of a novel, an unwritten novel. That is way way past Cockfosters. Let's talk about the, the cost of living crisis because like here, like Liz Truss was like an average household won't pay more than two and a half grand a year, but then they obviously backtracked on everything when they got uh, what's his name, uh, Jeremy Hunt in. Jeremy Hunt, say that correctly. Jeremy Hunt in, and um, <laughs> Jeremy Dude. Yeah, everyone gets it wrong all the time. Uh, then. Um, they said, oh, no, it's only going to be until April now. Sorry. So, yeah, it's pretty major over here. It's like pretty full on when you just see the prices. Just We've got this uh, wood pellet boiler and the wood pellets um, have gone up so much. Like they were £100 a tonne when we moved in two years ago. Now they're £600 a tonne. Wow. So it would take about two grand to fill it. And like last year, we used to fill it every two weeks. What? Yeah. So like that's. Not happening. The what the previous owner, she put the boiler in, so it cost her like fifty grand or something, and she get free pellets for twenty years. So that's partly why I was lured here because it was free heating. The you'd pay, you'd fill it with pellets, and they give you the money back. But because now it's gone up through the roof, because basically the pellets were coming from Russia. Oh shit! That's not worked out so well. So the price of pellets now has gone like astronomical. So essentially, forget the price of cucumbers; it's the price of pellets. I know, it totally is. You know, like prices, I was just like, yeah, shocking, really. I thought I'd put some perspective on the cost of living crisis. Oh, yeah. I It's come to my attention that it's very likely that the calcium in our teeth comes from an ancient exploding supernova that spread minerals through the universe. Right, that is a tangent, mate. I that is, is that true? <laughs> it's true. Just to put some perspective... On the cost of living. Yeah. <laughs> did that did that help? <laughs> it's come from a what? It's come from a, an exploding supernova that spread minerals through the what? universe. That's where the calcium in our teeth has come from. Oh. So I just thought, you know. How? <laughs> Good Lord. No wonder dentists are expensive. <laughs> <laughs> I remember you called it in the summer saying, you know, you thought there was going to be sort of riots on the streets type thing and a genuine, like, yeah. Thatcher kind of type of <laughs> stuff. Again, comedy podcast. But, yeah, I do think that might happen. Come winter, I think that they could, you could get some serious, like, civil unrest. And, of course, there are no policemen. 
there's no police people, the police officers, because mm. they cut the police. I mean, the, the state of it, honestly, is shocking. We, we had a bit of an incident as well, unfortunately. There was a, Lorna's mum had an accident fell over. We went to A&E. We were there for 13 hours. Honestly, A&E was an absolute eye-opener on its arse. Like, on its arse, the National Health Service. Unbelievable. Do not get injured in Britain, honestly, at this point. You have to go to A&E. There are no ambulances, number one. They're like, oh, yeah, ambulance would take 18 hours to get to us on estimate. 18 hours? 18 hours, Keir. If I fell out of a window here, I'm done for. Lorna can't drive. I'm done for. They're about to cut the air ambulance from Powys because uh, no one, well, basically they, they can't fund it. It's not funded anyway. It's charity, but I think it'll have just ditching it because they can't raise enough money because no one's got any money. So basically, if you do, if you fall out of a window or you, you know. Tennis elbow. Yeah, exactly. My tennis elbow really flares up. 18 hours I've got to wait for an ambulance. Where's the helicopter? <laughs> so we were, in a, we were in A&E for like a long time and it was shocking, people coming in. There was a guy in front of me, again, not funny, but there was a guy, he'd fallen off his bike, he'd broken his collarbone, both arms. He was bent double. He was sat in front of me. He was about to fall on the floor. And I said to the... I had to get up and go to the do, like one of the doctors and said, this guy's about to collapse on the floor. You've got to do something. It was basically like the meat counter at Sainsbury's. They just said, oh, come in. You're like, the guy's like, ah! Like, just take a ticket and he will get to you in time. It was just like, wait your turn. Already got a guy convulsing. Back of the queue. Yeah. It's basically that. Like, they couldn't cut more out of the A&E department I was in. Because there was no water. You couldn't get... Tea, the machine was broken. You couldn't get a drink for like 13 hours. I mean, there were, well, not enough staff, obviously. And it was packed. It was a Sunday. It was absolutely packed. Um, shocking. It genuinely shocked me. Like, it's, I felt like I was in, um, you know, almost, well, I wouldn't want to say a third world country, but I didn't feel like a, the system was functioning in any way. It was bad. Like, I couldn't I couldn't accuse the, the staff of being negative in any way. They were good, but... There was just not enough of them. It wasn't enough space. There wasn't any amenities. It was a poor, It was absolutely shocking. It really was. Yeah, it's quite scary, actually, mate. Like, um, just that sense that shit. If it all hits the fan, I, the country can't. Actually, it's, the country can't cope with looking after me. No, it just it can't. I think it's a myth that we're all believing that the national health service is even functioning. Really, is essentially broken. Uh, and they're doing their best in the system that isn't working. I know, I know it's not an endless pit of dosh that we can, but because it's been cut to the bone and then COVID hit, and now if they cut again, like God, I I, I don't know if the Tory plan is essentially to get anyone who can pay to go private. Do you know? Because that's essentially that's what they want. Yeah, yeah, and that that's the. I mean, you you don't really want to go like America because it's it's the you will be dying because you can't afford to. Get the cancer, you know, totally. treatment. I mean, it's... but it's almost that now. It is almost that now here. It got, you know, it, because the backlogs are so massive. You've got anything majorly wrong with you, you've just got to wait. Like Lorna's mum had fallen over and broken her nose. Holy hell! It was like Pulp Fiction, but with um, a mother-in-law. Um, she was like, we had our own tissues. Like there wasn't even any triage for three hours. Uh, don't go to A and E in mainland Britain. No, here. really. Yeah. Well, I just when you said tissues, I just I just suddenly realised like no one gives you tissues anymore. You go to a cafe, never enough tissues. <laughs> They've cut the tissue budget. We navigate the listeners through the news, through the news. We are the news. They are the news. We are the news.
So, so what's happening now with Rishi? Where are we at? Well, he, he's basically got his feet under the desk now a little bit, and um, it's just steady as she goes, Rishi soon. Like Day 10, steady as she goes. I know, totally, yeah. At, at the moment, it's like, it's gone non-crisis-y. It's a bit like when Biden got in after Trump, and everyone's just like, oh, thank God, just for a second. Yeah. It's so weird how, like, we've missed a whole, pre- like, prime minister. I know. It just did a gap, like a normal gap of a podcast. I know. We missed a week, Mr. Prime Minister. Yeah. It was amazing to watch, though. Like, it was hor- horrifying, but also I couldn't stop watching it. Yeah. Because you could see that it was going to end. Like, you could tell it was going to come to a inglorious end. Like, it was unbelievable in, in sped-up motion. Like, incredible, like, political drama, really. I think they should like do a mashup with um, uh, the Fast and the Furious because she did that. Thing. It was it was called, she kept saying we've gone too far, too fast. It should be called the tr- the Liz Trust too far, too fast story. Gone in sixty seconds. <laughs> yeah, gone in forty four days. Like everything they said was the opposite. You know, like I am not a quitter. I am a fighter. She quits the next day. It's un- <laughs> it was just unbelievable. <laughs> like Amanda Iannucci could not have written it. Labour are basically not coming up with any policies. They're just waiting for another, like, for them to implode again. Labour are just not saying anything. Like, well, we can't work it out yet. We don't know how it's going to be in two years. Blah blah. And everyone's like, oh right, we got to say something. Yeah. But the problem Labour have got is that the Tories keep nicking their policies. Essentially, right? This is going to be another windfall tax. There's going to be a non. It's going to be a bit tricky when Rishi Sunak does this non-dom thing where. Basically, he's going to... Well, his wife's now paying tax in this country, but she dodged it for a long time with the non-dom status thing. They're so rich. Like, he's richer than the king. That's what's crazy. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, no, I heard that. I think his wife's dad's pretty loaded. Yeah. Like, steel and minerals and stuff. Teeth yeah. teeth minerals. He owns that supernova potential. I don't know. <laughs> i tell you what's funny, though, which we missed, but you'd have loved it. I don't know if you saw the bit where Liz Truss was still in office and she was completely like, it was car crash and um, the mini budget had been launched, the markets had gone mad, everything had, you know, the mortgage rate had gone through the roof. And he, she went to see Charlie, Prince Chaz, and he was like, he says to her, back again? He said, back again? Oh dear, oh dear. Did you see that? Oh dear, no. oh dear. And like his aides had to say, oh, he says that a lot. He didn't mean anything by it. Wow. <laughs> he clearly did. He clearly did. He was like, oh God. Oh, Liz Truss, nightmare. What a nightmare. Did, did you watch the um, Kenneth Branner Boris thing? Oh, well, I did watch some of it. Did you watch it? His Boris was almost as good as mine. <laughs> it was a bit all over the place, wasn't it? So much prosthetics on Branner. They was just like it was like they had a, they had got they they shot like this mo- this thing that was really really like realistic, and then they just got like um, Beauty and the Beast the Beast in to play Boris. It was so prosthetic. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? Like he's hunched. Yeah, yeah. He had the he had the posture. He did the like um yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, he had yeah. that kind of thing going. And it must be hard to play someone so weirdly quirky though. Yeah, exactly. He's already so quirky that if you try and do him, yeah. Rishi's got a, a funny way of speaking himself, hasn't he? Rishi's got kind of a... Has he got a little bit of a lisp, Rishi? He's just quite robotic, isn't he? I'm working on my um, Kia Starmer, but I, I'm not... It's definitely... Very not hard, quite, that. Not quite there. No. Very, <laughs> it's very... Almost sort of 
very hard to do Keir Starmer. <laughs> yeah. I thought the guy they got to play, um, uh, what's his name, Matt Hancock was good. Bro, oh, gorgeous. my God. Matt Hancock was like a dead <laughs> ringer. Oh, my God. The, the, everything down to the mouth posture, like a dead ringer. It was crazy. Yeah. It was. It it really was like spot on. Yeah. Yeah. And talking of Matt Hancock, he's on uh, Celebrity. I'm a celebrity. <laughs> Get oh, me out of here. Apparently, he's getting four four hundred grand for it. Wow. Four hundred grand. Like I used to promote I'm a celebrity, and like, there was always rumours about what they were paying various celebs, and they're all all on different amounts. But if this is true, that's got. But that's like an unheard of amount. But wow, what publicity! Like the number yeah. one story on BBC News was Matt Hancock's going into I'm a celebrity. It's, well, it's incredible! Uh, it's the greatest publicity for the oh, show. I'm gonna watch it. I I have a. I haven't watched it since I'm pretty much <laughs> no, I will gonna... watch that show. I want the man to eat testicles every every single day. I, I'm going to look at some highlights on YouTube. And they'll keep him in. You're, you're staying. You really want him to be, like, to be destroyed as a sort of, you know, like when they that butler went in, the Diana's butler, and he was like, oh, <laughs> He's lost all dignity, though. Come on, like, that's the off. All dignity and credibility, yeah. It's almost like, you know, the... um. The Prime Minister fucking the pig in um, in Black Mirror. Yeah. It's almost that level of totally. complete humiliation in front of the country. Yeah, <laughs> Totally. He's basically gone, well, I'm not going to make it to Prime Minister, so I just need to humiliate I just need to become infamous almost. I don't care. Yeah. I just need to stay just, in the spotlight. Just need to eat some grasshoppers. Yeah, he announced that he was going to put, he was going to give some some of his fee to charity. And it's like, for fucking 400,000? I like you it. Know what I mean? Some of it. I'm going to give some of it to charity. Probably like four grand. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. But what he might do is just take the fee and send the guy from this England who looks just like him. <laughs> Trump dump. The uh, American midterm elections are imminent now, aren't they? And Trump, of course, is still hanging around. And yeah, it just does look yeah. like a tinderbox over there, doesn't it? Uh, Joe Biden doesn't seem to be doing very well at all. He seems to also keep, he's sort of cocking up his, he's been canvassing and like, you know, doing speeches, but he keeps making massive faux pas and they're saying he's getting worse. Like even his own sign are saying, oh, Bit nervous about what he's going to say now, Joe Biden. So yeah, that's a worry. Has he has Biden found Jackie yet, or is he still looking? The big bang. That's quite big. This is a new segment, Niall. Okay. Biggest understatements of all time. Oh right, good. I've got some um, great British explorers this week, huh? and that featured throughout the uh, greatest understatements of all time list. Yeah, great. I don't know, like, it's more of a sales pitch than a segment. It's like, maybe I could, could this be? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, here's three of the greatest understatements of all time. This one is, um, you, you probably will be familiar with this one. Some aristocratic explorer guy, um, close to death on Robert Falcon Scott's ill-fated Antarctic expedition. Um, and as the group were huddled around in the snow, waiting for certain death, this guy decided to stumble off alone into the night. And his final words were... I may be some time. <laughs> Did he die out there? He died. They all died. Yeah. Yeah. They all died. He, d- he stumbled off and was... Oh, that's so British. Never seen again. And I must say, pompous Englishmen are the titans of, of understatement, really, aren't they? Oh, God, yeah. Stiff upper lip. So here's another one. Sir Cosmo Duff Gordon um, describing his survival of the sinking of the Titanic. It was a rather serious evening, you know. 
Serious. And then my favourite this week, Dr. Livingston, I presume. And that was um, the journalist H.M. Stanley after a 700-mile journey through tropical Zanzibar to find the lost missionary David Livingston. So he stumbles, he treks 700 <laughs> miles through like uncharted territory, sees a white guy and is like, Dr. Livingston, I presume. So good. <laughs> Do you know what? I, I didn't know the story. I, I, I heard the phrase. Yeah, before, so did I. I. What it meant. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so there you go. So someone was had gone to search for Livingston. Yeah. And then the guy who was searching said, Dr. Livingston, I presume. After 700 miles. Yeah. What was Livingston doing? I, I, that's what I, I'm like. What the fuck was he? Yeah. <laughs> well, he was sent out. He was a missionary, wasn't he? So he was obviously trying to do missionary shit. Oh, was he? But it, in the missionary position. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. Right. But he got a bit out of position and a bit lost. <laughs> I think understatements are they're so far removed from the world of hyperbole that we live in now, you know? Like, yeah. now you walk 0.7 of a mile and you'd be like, oh, I didn't even know humans could walk that far. You know, like we're so... <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're so far away from the understatement. What you want is when Liz Truss left the office, you wanted to get in the car and go, well, that could have gone better. <laughs> That's, yeah. that's essentially what you want, isn't it? Total understatement. I like it. I'm going to try and bring it back. Here's a, something just random. Um, name shortening. Why is Piggy short for Margaret? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That's true. Makes no sense. Just makes no sense. Yeah. Yeah, okay. There no, must be a historic reason for it. Just wondering if you had... Do you know what? I think I looked that up once, but I don't remember the answer. <laughs> and and also, why is Jack short for John? And, like, do, John doesn't need to be short. Like, Jack isn't shorter than John. And does John need shortening anyway? Like, um, Okay, moving along. Let's have a bit of banter about a portamenter. A famous philosopher, not quite as good as the other guy, confused shiss oh quite highbrow that one i have to say <laughs> uh, a food taster who reviews food a yumpire a yumpire like an umpire yeah. oh yeah that's all right that's, yeah that's all right that's all right that's tolerable this week has been a week now we call me to bleat this week has been a bleaty week. This is the weekly bleat. What, what's on your bleat sheet this week? Apart from the cost of living crisis. You know at the start of a movie and they put all the lo- they put logos for the, 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 the um, studios. Like basically they've done a deal with like a million different companies to raise enough money to, to make this piece <laughs> of shit movie. Like some shitty Bruce Willis thing. All the logos. Yeah, you get a million logos before the movie starts. That is really starting to annoy me. And, uh, in, in association with Ride Black Hawk Productions. Grass growing films. Yeah. You know, a Frank Dobson film, and you're like, fucking hell, I don't even know who you are. I don't care who you are. Get me into the story. <laughs> and then you see it again. It comes around again in type. You've seen the logo, then you've seen it. Then you've got to see it written down on black with white type. And then that lasts for 10 minutes. And then by the time you like, you just think, should we just ditch this? Should we literally ditch it? Like, I've got no time for that anymore. Yeah. Like, if you're Martin Scorsese, fair enough. A Martin Scorsese film. But, you know, Spike Lee, fine. Spike Lee joint. Anyone else? Like, just fucking show the film. Put the... Give me a picture. I've come to see images. 
I don't want to see black type and logos. I'm not here for that. And some, sometimes they've got quite long animations as well of that reveal yeah. into the yeah. logo. Oh, for no. fuck's sake, just get on with it. Yeah. There's a really funny Family Guy um, bit where he goes to the cinema. I don't know if you've seen it. I'll send it to you. And it's basically that. He's watching these logos and he's like, oh, this is a great bit. Their planes landed and then it freezes like aviation films. And he goes, oh, no. And then <laughs> like, you know, something else happens. He's like, oh, oh, great. This guy's just broken out of prison. Oh, no. Prison media. Oh, shit. Okay, this time. <laughs> so I've got a bit of a bleep. Don't you hate it when people say, without getting into the technical details, implying <laughs> yeah. that they know the fucking technical details? Yeah. 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 So what, why is the website not able to put a key under the people? Oh, look, without getting into all the technical details, basically it just doesn't work anymore. <laughs> you know, you don't know, you don't know anything. Yeah. So I've got another thing on my bleach sheet. Why do they make things that should be compostable? Like, why do they make them not compostable? You've got a coffee cup, where does this go, you know? Well, with coffee cups, you've got to watch it because it is sometimes they're just not recyclable at all, are they? Because they're lined, they're lined with the sort of plasticky stuff, aren't they? Like, it's the so they're not actually, co- yeah. No, they're impossible. I've just come up with one. Impossible. You can't <laughs> compost it. It's impossible to do so. It's impossible. It's not bad. In, impossible. In, compo- incompostable. So impossible. Okay, you're right. <laughs> yeah. You're not convinced. I thought it was all right. I tell you what's annoying is when you buy a triangle of sandwiches, it's mostly cardboard, but then it's got a plastic window. And you've basically got to poke out the plastic window to put that in the plastic. That is irritating. Just do fucking all cardboard, but then you don't see the sandwich. I suppose you've got to see the sandwich, have you? Is that what drives us to buy it? Like, I must have that tuna and sweet corn sandwich. I've seen it. The sandwich window. Yeah. Sandwich window. <laughs> Someone designed sandwich windows. That's what's amazing. The other thing that gets on my goat um, is voice activations. I'm never, like, whenever it's like a voice activation service, I'm always like, oh, this is going to be shit. Yeah. What I hate with the voice activation stuff, particularly on, like, phone calls, is like, um, um, you know, say yes if you want to speak to another you know you're like yes and then they're like what's that aeroplane it's like just why can't i just press the button yeah it's when someone is also in the room and you're going yes that's weird like you're you're saying to the computer yeah it is weird and like well the the worst is like (laughs) the worst is when you're at work and it's like and what's your birth date sir and you're like <laughs> everyone knows you're in an open plan office everyone knows you're trying to get through whenever anyone's yeah. doing that i'm always like fully listening when everyone's like oh, that's really fun. That's like always. <laughs> i always thought it was hilarious you you work in an open plan office and like someone's trying to pay their bills on the phone it's always brilliant. You can always see <laughs> them. They sort of, and they, they don't want anyone to know that they're doing their household bills, but like, you can so tell that like, everyone could tell. They always try and sound reasonable. Yeah. Well, I paid that. I'm sure I paid that on the 24th. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, you fucking didn't, mate. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes you get them on the tube and like, they'd be on the tube, like trying to deal with this problem for, for stop after stop after stop, you know? 
You, know, you want to know how, how it turns out, and you've got to get off at like you know. <laughs> get off. Good luck with your bills, mate. Good luck. Do you know what? I've got breaking news. Breaking news, here. This thing's just come up. Gavin Williamson, who keeps getting sacked as a cabinet minister, he's the guy with the tarantula. <laughs> I don't know. Is he? Has he got a tarantula? Yeah, yeah. He's he's northern, but he looks like a serial killer out of um, yeah American Psycho. Yeah, yeah. But um, he was sacked as um, defence minister because he apparently leaked, out of, he leaked everywhere out of the cabinet uh, about Chinese technology. And then he was sacked as education minister because he made a clusterfuck of the um, exams during COVID. Uh, breaking news is that something about he's been sending te- horrible texts to the chief whip that have been deemed to be unacceptable. Wow. Boris made him a sir. So he's a sir, but he's a total knob. So there we go. Flag of the week. Oh, we're getting towards the end of the A's. Guess what it is today, my friend? Aardvark. <laughs> Close. Australia. Good Lord. I don't know what the Australian flag is. I can't think of it. That's awful, isn't it? It's basically the New Zealand flag. Is it? It's basically the same. Just a few different stars and different positions, slightly different colour. Otherwise, exactly the same. <laughs> it's like a remix. The Australian flag is the British flag. Yeah. In the in the left hand corner. And oh, then yeah. blue in the rest with seven stars. Or six stars. I'm Googling it. Six stars. Yeah. White. It's really, really boring and awful. Poor effort. It's just poor, isn't it? Really poor. Yeah. That's the I didn't know that was the flag, I'll be honest. It's only marginally better than the New Zealand flag. I mean, it's basically got our flag just stuck in the corner and then like a bunch of random stars on it. All colonial flags do. That's what we've got. We've got the British the motherland and, you, the, and the They need to seek total independence just to just to liberate the flag. They just need a, a like green kangaroo on gold. Done. <laughs> Completely. That is it. That is right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That absolutely right. Kangaroo on yellow, done. That's it. <laughs> yeah, so what are you um I mean the big star basically they've got the six stars. I think it represents the six states, although there's seven states, I think, in Aussie. I don't know. <laughs> I think we've got that wrong. Got that wrong. <laughs> yeah, I, got <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that's probably me getting that wrong. But um yeah, it's it's a poor flag. What what a score out of ten? What would you give it's Aussie? It's zero. It's a flat zero for me. It's absolutely awful. Wow, zero. I, I mean, I'll give it a I'll give it a solid five. I mean, it's, it's no, it's, it, it, it doesn't warrant it. I think that's completely outrageous to give it a five. <laughs> that is the worst flag I've ever seen. Shit, I'm worried about what you're going to give New Zealand once you see that. <laughs> thought it, they haven't thought it through. It's an absolute shambles of a flag. That is. You've gone from like the the generous judge. To like Simon Cowell in like one. <laughs> yeah. As soon as Australia appears, well, you're like. I hadn't seen that flag before. Yeah. Poor. That is poor. Poor if they, they must They must have like constant debate about upgrading that. They must do. Yeah. I think, I think most, I think any, like Fiji, New Zealand, Australia, Cook Islands, all the countries with the British flag in the corner kind of uh, questions are being asked. <laughs> Although, having said that, if you just took the, Union Jack out of the corner, it would be even worse. It would just be like a bunch of really bad stars with a big gap. Yeah, I know. So they'd have I think to I don't it. think you can. I don't think you can mutilate the existing one. I think you've got to like come up with a whole new. Yeah, yeah. Do, do you remember when they they tried to replace our one recently? But the trouble was the designs they came up with were like they were like a bunch of tea towels, literally, and it was all like pushed by 
the the fucking prime minister of the time, John. K- the um, oh look, that's just statistics guy. That guy. Yeah. Yeah. He, he it was his pet project to get a new flag, and I'm like, yeah, we probably do need a new flag, but not those ones. Not yeah. those fucking horrible like fern taking up most of it, a sort of '90s stylized fern with blue on one side of it, black on another, and stars. It's like surely it's trying to do everything. Key, surely it's just kiwi on black done. Yeah, or white fern on black. Yeah, but they were saying no, that's too much like ISIS. <laughs> oh God! Come on, guys, think big, long term yeah. here. Too much like ISIS. If if, if ISIS accidentally started like using your flag, that would be a massive PR problem, wouldn't it? But we've got history. The black, the black, you know, the white fern. Like you just notice it everywhere. Like, but and the other thought was it's too much like the All Blacks, but. Just make yeah. it slightly different and slightly bigger, and it, you know. Well, what's wrong with that? Like, because you're identified by the I know. All Blacks. I like the old. I know. I'm like simple. It's for, simple. It's recognisable. Yeah. It's already basically our flag. All our yeah. all our Olympians wear it when they go. You know, any representation yeah. of New Zealand has it. Just fuck done. Simple. Yeah, do it. Do it. Yeah. Recognisable. Well. But anyway. Yeah, so. Um, yeah. Well, I'm giving it a zero anyway, so that's it. I'm sticking to it. Aussies a zero. I've given it a five. Two point five aggregate score for Australia. <laughs> See ya. See you, Australia. Niall, I'm having trouble. I'm hearing every other. We'll, oh yeah, it's a bit bit choppy, isn't it? I don't know whether it's just what. It... It's probably just the satellites on the wonk. It's a long way, isn't it? It's just we're on the other side of the world, mate. It does, <laughs> Basically, you know, yeah. Like, yeah, can't quite. It's just a little bit, you know, dumb. Yeah, well, you are fucking on the other side of the world, mate. <laughs> it's not bad. I can see your face. It is like Star Trek. We are in the future. Spanning the globe. One thing we haven't talked about, Twitter. Oh, yeah. He's basically sacking everyone, isn't he, now? Half of Twitter employees and um, $44 billion. Yeah, it's a lot of dollar. But it's not making that much money, so he didn't. He tried to get out of it, didn't he? Well, it's losing it's money, losing yeah, three, yeah. three million a, yeah, a, a week or a day. But it is a worry because he's such a, a sort of loose cannon, isn't he, Musk? That you do wonder that anyone could basically put anything, and there won't be any comeback at all. He's probably going to let Trump back on, which is really awful. Yeah, but then do you think advertisers will stick around if he if it just becomes oh, a? I don't know. Probably. You know, if it if becomes a neo-Nazi hellscape, no if one's. If they're gonna... making money, if they're all making money, they'll stick around. I would have thought, but I don't know. I don't really. I don't do Twitter, to be honest with you. Um, it's just another rabbit hole that I don't want to get stuck down. Yeah, I think I better go because uh, my headphones. I think are about to die. Plus, you need to get to bed. Yeah. Hey, great to see you, my man. And um, likewise, we'll speak again soon. All the best, mate. Ciao, ciao. See ya. <laughs>